Game begin. Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm Kevin. I'm Brett. And this is episode 62, where we're going to be dreaming about what pair of actors should star in their own buddy film. I'm really looking forward to this. Should be a lot of fun. It should be really interesting to see our personalities come out in this way. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Uh, If you like what you hear on this episode, be sure to subscribe or follow on your podcast platform or YouTube and YouTube, whatever you feel like it. Uh, Your engagement really helps us grow. Um, So we'd appreciate it if you did. Well, before we start, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? So I don't know if you can classify it as dad life, but I was around a bunch of kids this last weekend. Canceled. Um, no. <laughs> well, okay, fine. No, but, no, fine. Uh, but, but no, I was out. Uh, I was hired to play the position of Batman for a yes. uh, party at a, uh, a place here in Atlanta uh, for three hours, actually. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I'm one of the, <laughs> yeah, it was great. So there was one part where there was a balloon drop. There are balloons all over the floor. And this little kid comes up to me and goes, Batman, Batman, here are your balloons and holds two balloons up to me. And I'm like, oh, thank you. What do I do with these things? And she goes, well, you should take them home and put them under your bed so that Wonder Woman (laughs) won't find them. (laughs) Nice. So did you do it? Thank you. No, sadly, I did not. Oh, what? You had specific instructions, Now Wonder Woman has balloons. You're to blame. (laughs) <laughs> all on me all on me how how dare you yeah so anyways i got to play a uh a dad vicariously for about three hours that's yeah. fun that's cool so also uh brett came over to our house last night and our families got together yeah, that was a blast and we shared cool. me there was a bunch of us so at one point uh margaret my wife was holding callie brett's youngest so mm-hmm. callie's okay. what eight months old about yeah and Molly's super excited about this little baby in her house. And she's just <laughs> following her around everywhere. And so Margaret's holding her. And usually when a mom or a parent is holding like a different baby, mm-hmm. your youngest gets super jealous. Yeah, and is okay. like, mom, dad, mom, dad, mom, dad. So Mar- Molly's following Margaret around. And Margaret goes, are you jealous? Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> and Margaret's like, wait, wait, wait. Are you jealous that I have the baby? Or are you jealous that you're not playing with Callie? I want Callie. I don't want mommy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that last night. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. So she was like, fine. I am looking forward to meeting Molly one day. She sounds like a hoot. She was oh, really yeah. gentle with Callie. And, and that's definitely not always usually not her personality. That's cool. Yeah, I was pleasantly mm. surprised. That's really neat. No injuries. We had a funny moment that happened. Um, so this week, uh, usually we have uh, Theodore and Abigail in daycare, a little in-home daycare throughout the week. Mm. Um, this week, our daycare provider is on vacation, a much-deserved vacation, and so kids were at home with mm. us. So um, Theodore has been learning that he can turn light switches on and off. And so we reach them. He can, just barely, just <laughs> little tippy toes and just... yeah. And wow. so we have uh, had to we've had a few moments completely in the dark, uh, like during the morning. Um, <laughs> you've had to flip on a couple lights that we know he can't reach. But have uh, you done power strips yet? Uh, yes, we have okay. one that is on our TV. We're like watching TV. It's like, nope, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> uh, but this one, uh, Kristen had a uh, work meeting, an important work meeting that was happening. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and she was in the kitchen doing this because we're both me and her are watching the kids. And all of a sudden, Theodore is like, this light does not need to be on. <laughs> and so what was so funny was that he, so he'd go and he'd flip the light switch, he'd turn it off. And then Kristen would smile and everything. And she she'd go back to the light switch and flip it back on. Theodore would stop what he was doing. And the lights go back That's on. That's awesome. <laughs> and then she'd go back over. And turn oh the light. And goodness. it happened for like a good two, three minutes. And it was That's legitimately so funny. The people on her call were cracking up. It was <laughs> it was phenomenal. That's awesome. It was the comedic relief they needed for that meeting. Oh, 100%. I so have people good. in meetings now that know I have four kids and they're like, Kevin's always muted because he always has noise going on in his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that has been this week. Yeah. That has been this week for us. Well, hey, guys, enough chitter chatter. Let's start this discussion. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, there was some news circulating around that uh, the Drax actor, Dave Batista, said that he was definitely interested in starring in a movie with Game of Thrones and Aquaman actor Jason Momoa. And shortly afterwards, they apparently made it happen and announced that they're going to be doing a buddy cop film sometime in the future. Good for I them. Hope it, I hope it's like a remake of Tango and Cash. Uh, all nice. I know is so far is that it's supposed to be set in Hawaii. Yeah. So right. we'll see where this goes. Color me interested. Yeah. Uh, but we thought we'd use this as an excuse to mm. dust off our IMDb databases mm. and hypothetically cast some actors who we feel would do well together on the big screen. Yeah. So this is a little bit more hypothetical. I'm not, I don't think we've done anything quite like this before, at least in a while. Not not fully like this, I don't think. So the rules on this is that it doesn't necessarily have to be a buddy cop film. We're talking action, drama, romantic, sci-fi, comedy, like whatever. Just two Um, people. Two people that we think would shine together on the big screen. That's all the way down to something like a Monsters, Inc. That was technically a buddy film. It technically is. Technically is. We didn't know we needed to see John Goodman and Billy Crystal together in a film. They were perfect for that. So here we go. So casting agencies, give us a kickback. Yep. That is the plan. (laughs) That is absolutely the plan. Well, let's just dive. Let's get going. Let's dive right into this thing. Uh, Kevin, who do you think should start together in a future movie? Who's your first set of picks? So my first set. So a lot of these sort of buddy movies that I like, I like sort of like the teacher student relationship. Okay. I teach like a mentor sort of role. The master and the apprentice. So, and these are two actors that I think they've had, they both had their both a fair amount of success, but I think they need more exposure. I think more people need to know about them. Okay. So the teacher role, I would have Andy Serkis. Okay. Wow. You, nice. you have my attention. Yeah. And the student I would have as Donald Glover. Oh, interesting. So, oh. so Andy Serkis uh-huh. He's done like you probably Gollum Gollum. So you probably haven't you haven't seen him. You have <laughs> seen him in um, Black Panther. He plays Claw. That's mm-hmm. right. He's the villain that dies. Um, and then Donald Glover, Glover. He's in Solo. He's in the show Community. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's in actually a bunch of brief, stuff. briefly in um, the first Spider-Man with Tom Holland. Um, yes. Homecoming. He, yes. Fun yeah. fact. He actually plays Miles Morales's uncle uh, Aaron in that one. So that's kind yeah. of fun. Cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so Andy Circus and Donald, I can see that working. Yeah. Just because yeah. they're they're very different. They're both very talented and, and they both have a big range. So mm-hmm. I think that would yeah. be just a fun dynamic to see um, more of a serious side from Andy and more of I'm not quite as comedic as community. Um, so 
So you're thinking more kind of drama based with with these. Not two really. Guys. Just but but if you if you watch Donald in Community, he's like he's the idiot right. of the group, and like not that part. Not all the um, light switches are on. Right, but like not our him. House. Right, <laughs> right. But not some of his like not what not as straight as he's played in some of his other roles. But I think right. it'd be a fun mix up. He's got range. I do know that. And yeah. then Andy Serkis, good heavens, that man owns both on and off camera. Yeah, he's directing the new Venom movie. Yeah, which is super cool. He's the yeah. director in that movie. Yeah, he's he directing the new Venom movie. Yeah, did not know that. Wow. What's interesting on that one is that uh, they have said that the runtime on it is around ninety minutes. Yeah, because they want it to be fast. It's fast wow. paced. Me. Pretty short. Okay. So Carnage. It'll, it'll probably be straight action. Like do 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 do. It'll be probably a solid Kevin I movie if imagine. I cared but, about Carnage. But you know, Andy Serkis is a veteran filmmaker. He's mm-hmm. done this before, and yeah. he knows what's necessary to tell the story. And if he says a story needs only ninety minutes to tell it, then. But we're I not here to talk yeah. about directors tonight. Shut up, Brett. We're- <laughs> no, it would be interesting to see though, like with ninety-minute films. Like, why don't you just stream? Why don't you just make it? Why don't you just stream it? That's too short. Do you have like a hy- here do you have like a hypothetical scenario with them in particular, like something that you could see them in? So I think it's sort of like a straight buddy cop film, like Andy's okay. retiring, maybe a retiring detective, and he's schooling up Donald in how to be. I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I would too. I'm 100% down for that. All right, then. Well, hey, Brett. How, yeah, about man. You, how about you? What is your first set of picks? So I would love to see a movie where, uh, well, first off, I'm a huge fan of Tom Holland. Ever since okay. I saw what he could yeah. do with the Spider-Man films, Avengers, all that jazz. Billy Elliot, all that As, stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, so he's, I think he has a wonderful future being an actor but he's uh, yes. still really, really young. Mm-hmm. I want him to be paired with someone like an Ed Harris in a Western film. Ed okay. Harris, if you remember, yeah. uh, in A Beautiful Mind, he is the... Uh, I don't want to give spoilers for people who haven't seen A it's Beautiful fine. Mind. It's fine. Just, just spoiler. Uh, but I that... Know, well, uh, I, know he's, I know recently he's been in Westworld as the Westworld. man in black. Yep, yep. And so he, Ed Harris has a presence on screen oh, of yeah. just a... Yeah a concrete block of an actor. He he's is like the ultimate solid. straight man. Yeah, he really is. And I think in a Western, he would play perfectly into like the single man who never had kids. Mm-hmm. But then this Tom Holland city slicker, who's an orphan comes into the Western world, wanting to make a man out of himself. Okay. And Ed Harris, like Obi-Wan and Luke kind of sort of Ed mm-hmm. Harris has to basically teach him through hardships, how to be a man. A real man. Mm. I, I want to see that. Do you not think Tom Holland is a real man? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I think I think Tom Holland could play because of his range, the growth from being a could. a hurt, spoiled brat all the way into maturity. Better. And Ed Harris, I think, can actually play the role of kind of a, a grandfather role who has a gaping hole okay. that he didn't even know he had. And then Tom Holland kind of fills that hole of I can basically be your son. You, you can teach me. Yeah. Um, I, it sounds yeah. great. I mean, Western yeah. films, uh, if you do a Western film correctly, I mean, yeah, the on. Mandalorian. Yeah. Mandalorian yeah. is a Star yeah, Wars Western um, for crying out Wait. loud. Um, uh, what's the other one that I really liked? Um, 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma is good. Yeah. Tombstone's really good. Yep. Oh, Young yeah. Guns back in the day is really good, but those are all modern Westerns. Uh, anything with Westerns. Clint Eastwood's mm-hmm. name attached to it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Quintessential. Gosh, that man, that guy was good. Is. He's is still making good He's still hanging in there. Man. As of right now, he's still, he's still in there. 
All right, so my first set, I'm actually surprised nobody has picked Ryan Reynolds yet. Oh, um, well, I mean, he solid actor. I He's, he's very niche though. Like, you is. either love him or you hate him. He is. Yeah. I mean, he, he plays that kind of wisecracky, mm-hmm. witty person, and I think he'd pair really well with Denzel Washington. Huh. Because they are both very intelligent actors like a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that they get put into there it's usually like a high intelligence type of thing i could easily see these guys you haven't being... seen waiting if you're talking about ryan reynolds and high intelligence you haven't seen waiting have you <laughs> no i've not <laughs> seen that one yet okay. no but uh, ryan reynolds like even in real life he's just a walking he's a, smart wit- he's a walking wit machine good heavens mm-hmm. hmm. um, yeah. but i could really see it to where denzel washington is i don't know kind of like the oracle to ryan mm-hmm. reynolds batman Almost where it's like a, hmm. a situation where let's say Denzel's the uh, old, the old veteran who is not boots on the ground anymore, training up the new mm-hmm. guy. And I could just see constant chatter, like in ear stuff all the time. Yeah. Denzel Washington behind a computer yeah. doing his thing and Ryan Reynolds yeah. being the boots on the ground. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent on board for something like that. Come to find yeah. out this is actually a sequel to the equalizer Two. <laughs> no <laughs> sequel to the sequel. <laughs> that's also called equalizer three brett (laughs) starring ryan reynolds (laughs) baseball's three the search for i mean hey they they did that with um oh mel gibson was in this buddy film uh lethal uh, weapon lethal weapon they did it with lethal weapon uh basically turned it into buddy films later on oh yeah 100 percent. that's like one of the top buddy films that's ever been created but i think there could be something special if you stuck ryan reynolds and denzel washington on the screen together just to have their repartee going back and forth i I dig that yeah yeah totally dig that well kevin what about you what's your number two pick so this one is related around a group of brothers this would probably be a drama based off the two actors one has tons of range and the other guy i don't think you guys will know his name, but when I tell you what he's from, you'll understand. So Jake Gyllenhaal would play the older brother. Okay. Nice. I'm already on board. All right. And the younger brother would be played by Adrian Gallagher. I know Why that do name. I know that name? Yeah, it's he, he plays number five in the Umbrella Academy. Oh! Oh! Okay. I've never seen the show. Okay, no, no. You so, have my attention. So he's, num- prob- he's probably the best actor in that he- series and he's pro i think he's 17 or 18 he's a young dude he's he's a he plays a total smart he, aleck like he's he's a he plays like an 80 year old man basically in a but se- in a 17 year old's body, body. Yeah. yeah wow uh because of time stuff that happens it's it's, so, it's, it's a unique Toph, concept basically kind <laughs> kind of like a male version of Toph from last I, airbender him and the guy that played klaus i think are the two best actors that are on that right. show on that show yeah I think um, if they get the most screen time for a reason. Oh, yeah. But, Good yeah, but, I, but I think Adrian is an up and comer that just hasn't gotten the exposure that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy, if you haven't seen it, it's great. It's only on Netflix. There's only there's two seasons. Um, if you watch both seasons, you're in it for like a total of 12 hours. Maybe. I really enjoyed the first season. I'm not, I'm, I haven't made my way through the second yet. Yeah. They're, they're, the first season, especially, is a masterclass in um, music within. Yeah, they do. They have a few moments where it's like a unique, a super music unique track. take on how they how they use kind of like kind of like what hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy did with eighties music. They kind of, but I think they did the it better. Kind of stuff. But I think yeah. they did it better. But it's it's in that same vein where it's like unusual yeah. picks for. Yeah, they do that in season two as hmm. well. Um, okay, but, but now talk, we're, I could talk more about Umbrella Academy, but that's not here. <laughs> but yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and Adrian Gilmore. I think they would kill her Gallagher. I think they would kill it. 
um, in some sort of drama, brother drama moving. They actually could look like brothers. And they look or, similar, right? I mean, like similar enough for right, a movie. Right. Right. And uh, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal is an incredibly, does he have an Academy Award under his belt? I don't know. I don't I think he does. It. I don't think, I, I think he's been nominated a few times. I don't know if he has actually won one, but. Yeah. I think he should. I think he's yeah. a caliber. I think he actor. will. I think yeah. he will in his lifetime. Um, um, and uh, yeah. yeah, if this uh, this uh, what is it, Adrian Gallagher? Is that what you yeah. said his name was, mm-hmm. Adrian Gallagher? Yeah. yeah, I hope he's got a long and storied career in front of him because yeah, he really did way too good at his role in Umbrella Academy. He did. So he hopefully did. that and doesn't it, hopefully that doesn't pigeonhole him because I know sometimes I don't that's think so. Hard. He's so young, like he's still considered a child actor. He's so young. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, but, yeah, but, when it, but if you do that kind of a role, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, not he, now. Now he's, he's probably got, 20, 21. It's rare to see a 15, 16, 17 year old with those kind of acting chops who were actually holding right. a scene as well as he did. And can, you know, or, or even being like the one you want to watch on screen. Yeah. Amongst amongst adults. Yeah. hundred percent. So I would totally see that working. Totally could see that working. Well, how about you, Brett? What is your yeah, number two set of picks? Completely different from the Western drama that i had beforehand i'm okay. gonna go with a comedy uh so as you guys probably know there was a tv series back in i think it was the 70s called the odd couple they made a movie about yeah. it with jack lemon and mm-hmm. um uh, walter Matthau. they've done lots of stuff sort yeah. of based so, off that yeah. yeah i'd love to see one with a twist in it uh i would love to see kevin hart and keegan michael key play those two <laughs> actors in that role. I would go see that in a heartbeat. I think they do an awesome job yeah. at it. I'd love Kevin Hart to play the neat freak. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then uh Keegan Michael Key to play the uh the this kind of slob. What else has Keegan been in? So he's he is one half of the Key and Peel um dynamic uh that yeah, comedy cool. team. Okay. Um he's been in a bunch of stuff uh just kind of smaller roles, uh, supporting roles mm-hmm. all throughout. Um, very talented actor who can play a dramatic role when he needs to, but can just totally yuck it up when he needs as well. Yuck, oh, yuck yeah. it up. Yuck it up. So <laughs> I think, uh, I think seeing a movie like that would be really refreshing. Um, I just hope that they don't dirty it up too much uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff like profanity and whatnot. I think it just wouldn't be necessary. Right. The situation itself would lend itself to a bunch of comedy. I so. could, I could see that working. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart yeah, being yeah. the neurotic one and Keegan Michael key being, being the more slob. Yeah. yeah. And then and they're, they're be, being forced to live together in an apartment after they've, uh, had some relational issues with their significant others. See, sure. you actually stole my part of my next one, which is actually Kevin Hart. Oh, well, hey, I, no worries. We can share. No, no, we can no, no, make no. the I, same movie at different times. He's a pretty hardworking guy. He's right, a yeah. Hard, so, uh, <laughs> the I schedules, mean, we'll work around the schedule. We'll make it work. And he's been in buddy films. Like, what was it? Uh, <laughs> been in a bunch of stuff with, like, uh, uh, yep. The Rock recently, yeah. like Jumanji, as well as uh, we tried watching Central Intelligence at one point. I don't recommend it. It's not great. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's pretty you thought funny. it was funny. We couldn't finish it. It's we rented wild. it and couldn't finish it. Yeah. Just, we didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to each his own, to each his own. Yes. Um, but I think the other half of that duo should actually be SNL alum, uh, Kate McKinnon. Who I don't is know that? if you're, I don't know if you're familiar with her. Are you guys? I'm not big A SNL savvy. So uh, she is, I would say kind of the premier female SNL person at the moment. She okay. has been in a bunch of films, um, uh, in the doom 2016 ghostbusters, Kate, uh, what was her name? Kate McKinnon. I'm looking yeah. her up right now. Um, you'd recognize her if you have seen her. 
Um, but she's been a ton oh, of... Yep, If I know you her. saw her, you know who she is. Yep. She was she, in the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, she has got a yeah. really snarky, low-key sense of humor. She could do a bunch of a bunch of different stuff, but her she's like that kind of straight talking funny person that you can't breathe because they're just not laughing at something and the story just keeps getting more absurd. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you've not seen that and I, I give you fair warning, not all of this this skit that they do is family friendly. It's like the, one of the five SNL skits I've ever seen. Um <laughs> talking oh, dude, I think out. it's talking about uh it's uh Ryan Gosling's on it and then she is as well. Mm-hmm. And um Ryan Gosling, her and another person have all been abducted by aliens and they're recapping their experiences to government officials and Kate McKinnon's story, the way she does it. Oh my word. She (laughs) talks about like, (laughs) they'll tell like, yeah, I was bathed in white light and just had, it was a beautiful experience. And Kate McKinnon like takes a puff our cigarette. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't my experience. (laughs) (laughs) And just, it's it again, not, I wouldn't listen to it around your family, but she's got a really <laughs> low key sense of humor that mm-hmm. I think would play really well off of Kevin Hart. Cause nice. if Kevin Hart plays the neurotic, huh. um, like yeah. just uptight person, I could totally see this as a buddy cop film yeah. plays the neurotic cop. And she's the new person that's coming in. That's just like the, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that snarky sense of humor, I could totally see these two just having yeah. at it. Yeah. I could see that too. Uh, that that seems like it'd be really funny. Yeah, totally could see that happening. So that is my number two pick. Kevin, two. we're already at our number three. Wow, man. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to break the rules here. <gasps> break the you rules. Are? Yeah. So I don't want to see this in a movie. I want to see it in a series. That's OK. I, I, I will, I'll, I'll bro- oh, let's do it. I will allow it. And <laughs> there's a little bit more than that. Um, oh, these two people have already been in these roles in a film. Okay. I just want to see a series around these two characters. Okay. Oh. And it's a film that I don't like. What? Okay. I Go so for it. Uh, I'm going to butcher these dudes' names. Okay. I'm going to say it. So, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Okay. Donnie and, Yen, yeah. And Wen Yang from Rogue One. Oh. Yes. They're two characters together from Rogue One in like a single series episode. Run. Oh, so like the Guardians of the Wills. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just TV a wow. show based around those two dudes. Oh, they were specifically great. those two dudes. They were the yeah. only good they were the only good part about Rogue One. Oh, what? I'm a huge no. Donnie Yen fan. Oh, oh, everyone should, I saw be. everyone Man, should be. It man was be. dynamite. Yeah, everybody should be a huge fan of Donnie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. By but far I would the totally saving grace it. of Rogue One. Yep. Um, yeah. Sure would. I think they would do I think they could do it. I would Look, love for them to do more like single seasons. Like Obi Wan is single season. I would love to see them more old characters, single season money grab stuff. Ah, well, guess guess what? You get uh, another set of characters that you didn't want to see. You get Cassie and Andor and K two S O coming up from Rogue One and who? Uh the uh, the robot gen- the the main rebel guy <laughs> who's leading yeah. that expedition. Yeah, mm-hmm. who? Like I just yeah uh, yeah exactly would, more exactly. Rogue One right yeah I would totally watch Donnie Yen and forgive me I forget the yes. other guy's name um I, yeah. I would totally watch something that's kind of a prequel Wen Yang I think Wen Yang W E N and then that's his first name last name is J I A N G Zhang Wen Zhang Wen Zhang 
Okay. okay. So apologies. I, yeah, yeah. Apologies. We are not Chinese. Um, we are from the South. Yes. Um, from, so give us some grace, please. Whatever the we apologized correct, up front. Whatever the correct pronunciation is, that. Yes. Yep. We want that. you two in a series right now or yesterday. So you yeah. see, this is a prequel, like the Guardians of the Wills, like around that. I don't even care what they're doing. I just like just those two characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think Blowing the hard stuff part on up that, and killing people. Yeah, I think the hard part on that would be getting Donnie Yen on board because he has a prolific movie career, not just here in the States, but. Oh, yeah. He's very huge. Much overseas. Yeah, he's huge. Um, but yeah. I, I would I would say it. I think it'd be awesome. So, I mean, considering it, uh, any any excuse to see more Star Wars stuff, I'm always a fan of. Uh, Especially some, now. Most, yeah, some I saw I saw the uh, first episode of uh, Star Wars Visions and. Oh yeah, I've heard. I heard that one's amazing. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard that was like there's mind a lot blowing. of positive stuff in there. Yeah, but that is another topic for another day. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> because Brett has his final pick for his I do. pairs. I and do. I would like to hear what that pick is. Ever since I read, or should I say, heard this book series, I love. I love that you said that because Audible is not reading a book. What? Oh, well, oh no, I, we're wading into this again. Oh, dear. Audible well, is not reading a book. Well. And so to that point, let's just leave that on the table and have it for a subject for another day. No, we're settling this. It now. is not reading a book. I see. My I point is you. ever since I dove into this story, okay. I'm like, I, I've got to see this on film, whether it's a series, whether it's a film, a trilogy, mm-hmm. I don't care. I need to see this on film and it is Thrawn. We have ah. got to see Thrawn okay. in and of itself. Now, usually you would think that Thrawn would be its own story. And it is Thrawn mm-hmm. is the main character. However, Darth Vader is also a huge part of that. Okay. And in many times throughout different stories, whether told, whether it's canon or not, Darth Vader and Thrawn consistently cross tracks and they're almost polar opposites of each other and how mm-hmm. they do things. So what I want to see is them to make Thrawn. I want them to have uh, Thrawn be played by Michael Fassbender and okay. I want Darth Vader to be played by Hayden Christensen. I want them to bring him back. And um, he's, coming back, wanna... he's coming back for the Obi-Wan series. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I know. Yeah. I hope it but works it, out. It, I really do. Yeah, I do too. I think it's and a stretch it, for a buddy and film. As a cameo, yeah. <laughs> if you guys have read if you guys have read the Thrawn books, then you would also know that the Emperor is also involved in this. But extent. is this a buddy film? I'm kind of with Kevin on this. Like, because you would have to make it a buddy film, but it wouldn't take much. It wouldn't take much to tweak okay. it into a buddy film. It really wouldn't. Um, I, I don't say more things. Yeah, I was about to say I don't see Thrawn and Darth Vader use the word buddy. Well, that, I mean, I, yeah. I, I like I, I think we're on the edge of it, but I'm yeah. Just so for instance, there was one time that Emperor Palpatine sent Darth Vader to this planet to basically go confront some stuff in his past. Mm. And Thrawn the whole time was basically trying to read Darth Vader and started trolling him because he, you don't know 100% or not if he actually realized that Darth Vader was Anakin Skywalker because Thrawn Mm. had also worked with Anakin Skywalker in the past. Mm. Um, Mm. But he basically figured it out through deduction and Mm. it was basically just Mm. poking Darth Vader the whole time. And uh, very subtly, and and when Darth Vader would try to read the emotions of Thrawn, Thrawn was just even keeled, couldn't be read, and it drove Mm -hmm. him nuts. And so uh, 
that whole aspect, I think, would just be so intriguing to see two people going towards the same goal, but they have completely mm-hmm. different ways about going with it. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Okay. So okay. that's that's what I think they ought to dive into. I mean, I think it's a solid, I think it'd be a solid yeah. story. Yeah. If they, yeah. if they were to bring Thrawn to screen, period. Yeah. I know that they were talking about, um, I keep hearing the guy who voiced him in Rebels, um, Lars Mickelson, Mads Mickelson. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, Mads Mickelson's brother, brother. who would his name keeps coming up yeah he He actually does look it too Mm -hmm. um so i i hope that's the case i would love to see that being the case thrawn stories didn't seem like it was over after i just love i love the attention that's captured when michael fassbender's on screen i know he's a really Mm -hmm. high sought after actor right now Mm -hmm. so it's probably never Mm going to happen but knowing star wars and disney they've got a ton of money that they could throw his direction hopefully could bring him in he has got such screen presence. I mean, even just look at him in the X-Men movies that he played being uh, yeah, he was great. He was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Plancher. he owned that role and he could do the same thing here. I guarantee it. Yeah. He's got some range. Like you talked about Kevin range. Mm. He's got that too. So Darth Vader doesn't need as much range. <laughs> he's no, a little he more straightforward. Um, but when it comes to Thrawn, you're going to need someone who can own it. And I think he, Michael Fassbender could. Yeah. Sure. I, I'd be down to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds great. And can we please bring Ian McDermott back just to play, just to play the mm. emperor for like one scene. That's all <laughs> I want. I just, I want one scene with him in it. Well, that's what you got at star Wars episode nine. Yeah. Not necessarily. So I want to see the mental chess that's played between Palpatine and Thrawn. Okay. There is a mm. scene in the books where, Thrawn, if you guys don't know, is an absolute genius, tactically and and strategically. But so is the Emperor. Not to mention he's got the force that tries to manipulate you. But Thrawn is almost so much above that. He's on a different plane. And the Emperor realizes this and respects him for it. And they're both trying to see what they can get out of each other. Mm Mm-hmm. And Darth Vader is just looking on. It's it's, it's brilliant. It's it's brilliant. You got (laughs) to go. But yeah. Okay. Anyway. I want to see it. Um, well, let's pick another Star Wars alum for my final pick. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Liam Neeson okay. as mm-hmm. uh, my number one pick. And then I'm going to pick an actress that you probably have maybe heard of, but I think it's kind of a wild pick for some. Uh, her name is McKenna Grace. Okay. She McKenna is Gra- a I gotta look up that person. Um, M-C-K-E-N-N-A. Um, she is a younger actress. She's probably, I don't know, 15 ish at the moment. She was um, born in 2006. 2006. Um, she is probably going to be most well known. I looked known that for up. The- I'm not creepy. Uh-huh. I looked that up. I'm not creepy. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, she's probably going to be most well known for the new Ghostbusters Afterlife movie that's coming out, where she's playing. That's that not man. out yet. That's she's not most out known, yet. She's most known um, for something that's not out yet. Correct. But she is. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. Um, let me see. Look it up. She was um, in Captain Marvel. She was. She played young Carol. Young girl. She's played yeah. like she does a lot where she plays a younger version of somebody like I oh, told yeah. young Carol Danvers. Yeah, yeah she's in yeah. Ready Player One. Uh, she's in oh, a young okay. kid and Handmaid's Tale. So she's she's she played a young a, Daphne in Scoob, like her voice was. <laughs> Not, huh. But what um what I like about McKenna Grace's acting ability is that she brings a lot of if you've ever seen I, I saw like one interview that had her as a part of it, and I was just 
I was impressed seeing how much like life that she had mm-hmm. in her. Uh, there's like a joie de vivre, if you, if you know the term, um, where she's just got like the spirit that like happy and energetic sure. to her, which I think would really contrast with a Liam Neeson, who's hmm. really good at playing old and weathered. Yeah. Um, you know, think taken, you know, like the retired mentality. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, so then what setting would this be in? That's really important. I could totally see this being something kind of post-apocalyptic or wilderness, something wild. I almost see this being hmm. something like a last of us. Um, I could see uh, it as sort of like a take on the comic book series, lone wolf and cub. Yeah. I haven't kinda, even heard of that. I could see it's this awesome. being very much like it's a, a father, like father, like and daughter, like mm-hmm. relationship. Um, huh where you've got somebody who's old, uh, you know, weathered and jaded and you have somebody else coming through with a brighter outlook and they both yeah. challenge each other. I could totally see something like that working. Um, yeah. she's been in a bunch of TV too. Um, I've, uh, my wife's family has, uh, seen a few episodes of uh, young Sheldon and she plays a character, okay. uh, on that one repeatedly. Okay. Um, hmm. and it, just the bits that I've seen of her and her acting ability one, she's, you know, top level actress. She's just, she kills it, whatever she's been in. Um, but I think she should contrast really well off of Liam Neeson. It's something like a, say a wilderness setting or kind of last of us, Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that type of relationship. I could totally see that working here. Well, the dichotomy alone is enough to pull you into the story. Mm -hmm. And then you add a lot Mm -hmm. of tension around what you talked about, whether it's you're lost in the Montana Mm -hmm. wilderness or if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, in a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. That's even more intriguing. Yeah. And so, Yeah, you've you got my theater ticket. When do I go? Oh, oh, or, or they could do a make of an Oregon Trail. Ooh, <laughs> see? They can make an Oregon, Oregon Trail. trail with Liam Neeson, <laughs> Liam Neeson and, dies of dysentery. And McKenna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drown in dies. the river. Drown in the river. <laughs> and if Zach's on the trip, every buffalo every, will every, die. Every, there's no buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> this trail <laughs> wasteland of buffalo <laughs> behind them. Um... So, uh, obviously, uh, if there are casting directors who are listening to this, uh, you can make checks payable to dadgum nerds, um, for ideas. <laughs> All royalties can be made out to Andrew. Or just um, Kevin. No, I can give you my personal Venmo. Um, yeah. and I, I accept it that way too. I'll, I'll uh, <clears throat> make sure it gets distributed to the rest of the team. Yes, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a little bit shorter and sweeter today, but thank you for listening and watching to this. So what are your thoughts? Who do you think went really well together or would go really well together in a movie or a TV show? Uh, who'd we miss? As always, drop a comment on YouTube or yeah. you can head to dagumnerds.com, hit the contact button and let us know. We read them all. We seriously love hearing from you guys. It always brightens our day just a little bit. Just all right, guys, well, let's wrap this thing up and we'll get to our closing thoughts and pun count. Well, gentlemen, any closing thoughts before we go? Yeah. Listening to a book on Audible is not reading a book. <laughs> you are you are going to pick this fight. I don't know if I need... It's not a fight. It's true. Okay. I, so, like, okay. Let's just take the time because we've got it. We got time. Yeah. So why? Because you're okay. not reading it. You're not reading. Correct. You're listening. You're, you're ingesting it. So you are listening to a book. You are not yeah. reading a book. Okay, There's a difference. It's, it's okay. like, okay, I'm going to read, you read Theodore, Go Dog Go. Did he read the book or did he listen to the book? Mm-hmm. I still think that you... No, so prove me right. So colloquially so, or whatever so, that, so the So teach term is. me how Theodore read Go Dog Go if you read it to him. 
How is it different? How is it different? <laughs> My child is smart and read it off the How's page. How is it different? Like, go dog, yeah. go. Or I just caught you and you have no idea how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. No, like I'm listening to Lord of the Rings on audiobook at the moment. And Notice so, you said listening, not reading. No, no, no. But perfect. perfect. <laughs> if you say you're okay, listen, so you're so your you're brain, hung up. You're hung no, up on your somebody brain saying processes it completely differently. That's true. Okay, so yep. in Kevin's world, if somebody in the says, real world, in the okay. real world, your brain processes audio different than vision. So if somebody has said, "I have whatevered this book." Because I listened to an audiobook of it. What is the correct term that goes in the whatever? You have listened to that book. Okay. So you say yeah. you just listened to the book. Okay. You just listened to the book. Yeah. Cool. And that's yeah. fine. The thing, the thing is, I don't think there's one wrong way to do it. Um, I don't uh, think so either. But the, don't the, get the on reason, people for not reading if you're listening to audiobooks. Yeah. Good point. And I'm the just, only reason why I listened to Thrawn, for instance was because I was taking a 14-hour road trip Absolutely. and needed to stay awake. I listen, so. I listen to audiobooks when I've gone through all my podcasts and I just, you know, mm. like there's nothing new that's popped out. So then I'll just pop on. I just bought the Andy Circus Lord of the Rings Ooh, uh, for two yeah. hours. Totally swapped over and yes, he's so good at this. So how often Man. do you actually read then, Andrew, according to that or how versus? So I, it's been a little bit since I have broke open a literal paperback a book or, sure. or, you know, listen to it. But I, I did the Kindle thing on my phone for a little bit. Um, yeah, that's with, not, that's um, not a good experience. I did it with uh, the second book in the Expanse series, and that's how I yeah. finished it up. Uh, gotcha. But I would read like a chapter at night before I go to bed. And that's sure. about all the time yeah. that I had to do it because kids throughout the day yeah. work, whatever. And so, and I'm not some, faulting anyone from no. reading or listening. Right. Just get your terminology right. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I think, are, are we done with that conversation? Can yes. I say my closing thought for the night? If you want to. So, yes. So I say that I have an honorable mention for a buddy okay. film. Oh, okay. Um, I will not get into that now, however. Because uh, I want you guys to become patrons and see oh, it on the after show. You're dirty. Oh, I have a crazy one that okay. yeah. no one wants to see, see, and everyone wants to see. This <laughs> is the cool stuff you get to hear if you're a patron on our show. So love it. Go on dadgumnerds.com and become a patron. Well, uh, hey, on that note, thank you so much for listening, uh, Kevin. You want to help close us out? Yeah, please be sure to follow and subscribe on whatever platform you uh, choose to consume our content. Follow us. Do all the fun things leave comments we appreciate it it gives us feedback helps us know how to do better how to do different and um it lets us know what you like so we can do more of that Mm -hmm. yeah and like i said before go to dadgumnerds.com not only is it a fun website to go to but become a patron you get tons of perks there's the after show you can even become a guest on the show and have your two cents on what buddy films you would want to have all that good stuff as well as VIP access to us directly. Mm-hmm. Um, even on dadgumnerds.com, we've got a merch store. So like these cool t-shirts that we've got on right now, if you're watching us on YouTube, they, they could be yours if you go to dadgumnerds.com. Yes, we fun. also have a Discord. So yeah. uh, you can get dadgum yeah. nerds throughout your week, talk to us, interact, and have a blast. We so, always, we seriously have so much fun doing that. Uh, there's oh, yeah. always, Do always it. a good laugh that's happening on our Discord page. Yeah. And the easiest way to get there is to go to dagumnerds.com. Also, uh, you can either submit this through Discord or go through dagumnerds.com. But we've got another Q&A coming up soon. Yeah, nice. Uh, so we need your questions. So from longtime listeners, or this is your first time, we want to hear from you and your questions you could cues. potentially make it on the show. We so 
you go to dagumnerds.com, hit the contact button. You can hit us up on Discord uh, or, you know, just uh, whatever. Just submit your questions because we <laughs> want to hear them and we could potentially yep. put them on the show. Right so the on. moral of the story for today, if you're going to take away two things, one, follow and subscribe. And two, go to dagumnerds.com. And three, Audible's not reading. <laughs> That's the other takeaway, yes. That's the other takeaway. Uh, Kevin, did, Brad, did we have any puns today? Did we make anything? None at all, no. buddy. Okay, cool. Moving on before <laughs> Zach jumps on, <laughs> before Zach <laughs> enters the chat. Buddy, get it? Oh, God, yeah. you did it again, man. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one. Got to squeeze it in there. So pun count one. One. Well, that's all we've got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you later, Dagum Nerds. See, See ya. ya. Game over.